The Cannabis Heals Me Podcast, Episode 15. You're listening to the Cannabis Heals Me Podcast, where we explore the real stories of real people who have discovered the profound healing properties of the cannabis plant in their own lives. Find more at CannabisHealsMe.com. The Cannabis Heals Me podcast is brought to you by The Grow CFO. For all your cannabis accounting and tax needs, find out more information at www.thegrowcfo.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Cannabis Heals Me podcast. I am your host, Rachel Kennerly, and we're broadcasting once again from the Storybook Inn Studios. We've got another exciting guest lined up for you today, but before we dive into the episode, let me take care of a few little housekeeping items. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit the subscribe button on your podcasting app so that you won't ever miss an episode. We try to publish our episodes on Mondays, but sometimes life gets in the way and we're a couple of days late. So the way to be sure you're not going to miss anything is to hit that subscribe button. Be sure and follow us on social media. On Facebook, we can be found at www.facebook.com slash M as in Mary, J as in Jane, Heals Me. You can find us on Instagram at Cannabis Heals Me. And our website, as always, is at www.cannabishealsme.com. If you head over to the website, you can sign up for our email list and we will notify you every time we publish a new episode. In this week's email, you will find an offer from our guest today for 20% off your next order from our website. So if you haven't subscribed, go out and do it now and then send me an email at podcast at cannabishealsme.com and I will email you that code so that you can use the discount when you go out to our guest's website. Our guest today is Wendy Pagawan. Wendy is a registered nurse and started a company called Clean Coconut. She was looking for a way to address her eczema and KP that she had struggled with all of her life. And she started out just looking at coconut oil and essential oils. And while she was doing her research, cannabis just kept coming up over and over and over again. So she decided to check that out. And it didn't take long for her to read study after study after study addressing the health benefits of cannabis for Wendy, who had begun life in her career as a registered nurse as a prohibitionist who didn't think there were any health benefits to cannabis, to having her eyes open to all the healing properties of this plant. And when she discovered that, she started incorporating that plant into her product line. She has a line of skincare and pain relief products that are hemp-derived. So we invited Wendy on the program to talk to us more about her personal experience with the cannabis plant and then also about clean coconut. Welcome to the program, Wendy. We're glad to have you today. Oh, thanks for having me. We had kind of gotten in touch because of my conversation with Ashley Kingsley a couple weeks ago. I asked her if she had any product lines that she'd recommend, and Clean Coconut was one of the ones that she mentioned. And then you had reached out to me after you listened to that episode, and I'd read a little bit about your history with the plant and thought, gosh, we got to have you on and let you talk about your healing story, too. Well, I'm so glad you, you're you having us on, and, and 
Ashley Kingsley is one of my greatest supporters out there, and I really appreciate that she mentioned us. And Element has been a great support for you know us as a new brand and helping us launch. So um, I, I am so excited that she even mentioned us at all. Oh, absolutely. We're we're glad that she had mentioned you too. We're always looking because there's so many products out there that are that say they have stuff in them and then they really don't. So it's nice to get a recommendation for a, a good solid brand. But before we talk too much about clean coconut, I would like to talk to you about your history with cannabis and how you came to start using the plant in your products, because I believe you're a registered nurse. I am a registered nurse. Um, I'm not practicing anymore. Um, clean coconut's my full-time gig. I, I retired from nursing about a year and a half ago. But how clean coconut came about um, has been quite a journey, actually. I have suffered my entire life since a young child with eczema and a condition called KP, which is uh, keratosis pilaris, which is really just kind of these pimply bumps on your arms. They just look more annoying. They really don't um, do too much, but, but you know, make you not want to wear sleeveless shirts. <laughs> um, but it's uncomfortable. Um, you know, either way, it does play on your self-esteem and what have you when, when you have that kind of skin condition. So I had been on prescription medication, you know, on and off most of my life. Every time I had a flare-up, whether it was eczema or the KP, or sometimes both of them will happen at the same time, and I just got tired of using the topical medications that they would give us uh, for those kinds of conditions because they really didn't work. And if they did alleviate anything, it took months and months for it to happen. So I went on this journey of looking for natural remedies and coconut oil kept coming up as, as an, a natural remedy that could help eczema and KP. Mm -hmm. Essential oils played a big role in that. Um, so I started fooling around with both coconut oil and essential oils, continuing my research on other ingredients that may help this and other ways to help those conditions and cannabis kept coming up and I'm like cannabis I mean as a nurse you know here I am like oh this is just dumb but in the end I I didn't I wasn't completely closed-minded because I was desperate and didn't want to go on these terrible medications yeah. so I'm like you know what at this point what can it hurt to at least read about it so once I started reading I couldn't stop and then during the time I'm reading on, on this information, and I, I feel as a nurse, I really know how to parse out a study to know whether really there is an intention by the person powering the study. You know, um, in, my, in my profession, it's, it's big pharma. It's drug companies that, you know, uh, pay for the studies, and they have a motive. Yeah. Right? So I'm looking for the motive. And, you know, at this point, it, you know, it's it's a federally illegal product, and you know there isn't really any motive by anybody except to say it's a damn plant, and there's a lot of benefits to this. And you take and I started taking one study at a time, and I'm like, okay, well, looks like they got a lot of evidence, and you know nobody's powering these studies with money, so you, you know just physicians looking for alternatives for their patients. Yeah. So now I'm getting mad. Oh yeah. Seeing the positivity and. Um, mostly, not not just cannabis, but I I saw the um, the benefit of CBD, and and from from a nursing standpoint, 
CBD is very attractive because of the non-intoxicating component of it. Mm-hmm. So, and that's then that's the path I hooked onto because at this point, still early in the research, I'm about a year in, and you know, I just felt more comfortable. Um, and I felt that if I were to put something like that in my product, it would be more adaptable for the average consumer. Um, and I think more people would be open to using it. Um, as I as I learned and grew, grew with, with just cannabis in general, I, I know a lot more about it. And I wouldn't really be afraid of a THC and a, a topical at this point in time. But at the time I was doing my research, CBD was just a more comfortable position for me. Yeah. Were you seeing more studies that just related to CBD or did you see some studies that that talked about THC as well? No, I mean, really, most of the studies had a, both a CBD and THC component. You know, it looked like a lot of people were trying to disprove that, you know, either one would have any positive value. Um, and in the end, to their surprise, there was a lot of positive value for both CBD and THC. And early research showed um, that you needed both CBD and THC to be effective. But as research I saw progressed, there was more to it. It was all the other cannabinoids mixed in with it. It was the terpene effect that would, you know, lend to the medicinal value of CBD and THC or one or the other. I mean, it's a very complicated and complex plants yeah and understanding and deciphering it i mean i have a medical background and there's days i have to go back and read what i read yesterday because i'm not sure is that really how it went is that really how it's working um and i still find myself doing that um because it's still all the research is still so new um and and a lot of it's anecdotal it's not even fully proven information so yeah, that's that seems to be the criticism is oh well this is these are just anecdotal and it's like well that's because you haven't allowed us to study this stuff. Yeah, and you know what? As a nurse, I don't mind anecdotal. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, really, you know, if a patient is is doing something and it's making them feel better, to to be honest, with you mind over over body sometimes works better than yep. some of the medicines we can give. So I've always been. I've always leaned towards that side of the world. Um, so alternative medicine's a good, it's a good balance for me as a nurse. What was your position before you started really researching? I mean, did you just think? It was, it was a negative, it was, it was like, you know, the majority of the country. Mm-hmm. It, it was, um, there was, I feel like there's a lot of stigma around it. I mean, I have a, a family background in, in a history with, um, cannabis and it wasn't a positive one. It was, you know, you know, you, you were pretty much a stoner if you were using it. Yeah. So, and I was definitely a believer in that. And as I grew into my nursing career, I mean, I definitely had patients that were stoners and, you know, I didn't understand it at all. And my perspective is completely turned around from that. And I know that you can be, you know, healthy and not high, um, use the, um, uh, cannabis plant, whether it's CBD or cannabis itself, um, and have a positive effect. And you don't have to be a couch lock stoner um, to be consuming the plant. And I want to go back to where you said you were mad because I've been there. Because the more I learn about this plant, I'm like, w- we've been just deceived for decades. 
Yeah, I mean, the terrible thing for me is the the things that cannabis can help. It, it's what made me mad was the the I I had I was a dialysis nurse, so I took care of patients with kidney disease, and those patients they have a lot of insomnia and they have a lot of pain, and they have a lot of other things going on as well. But those are the two major complaints, and the average kidney patient is on 19 to 23 medications per day. Wow. You know, and they're taking those pills multiple times a day. And as I'm reading on the symptoms and the things that cannabis could help, I'm thinking about every one of those patients I took care of and thinking how I could have helped each and every one of them have a more comfortable experience on dialysis, a more healthy experience on dialysis. And it's just, it's just, you know, disappointing that we didn't learn about this earlier. I didn't learn about the cannabis plant as a, in my nursing school, Mm -hmm. I had to do all this research myself. So it's an unstructured education. I, I really feel like in the medical community, we really could be doing better with this. There's definitely organizations out there now that are trying to push for this. The nursing Boards have um, now directed that all nursing curriculums must have um, information on the endocannabinoid system in the really? curriculum. Really, that's, that's yep. interesting. Um, and I and I could have this completely not completely wrong, but um, the wording of it incorrect. But the nursing board is now um, directing that um, a nurse cannot be fired if they are caught with a positive THC test. They are going to have to be proven to be intoxicated during the time that they were suspected of, you know, being high or, or what have you. Um, and that, that's a really tough thing to prove. Yeah. So, I think I I had no doubt that nursing would be the first medical community to step in and say, hey, I mean, this is this is a, um, you know, a safe plant and we should be incorporating it into medical into the medical uh, community. So um, I'm pretty I'm pretty uh, impressed with the nursing board for doing that. Yeah. Why do you think there's such a disconnect between the nursing board as opposed to physicians? Because physicians still run the risk of losing their license. Nurses are more open, um, and to be honest with you, the, the physicians aren't going to do it unless the nurses push them to do it. I mean, gotcha. most physicians have the, – the nurses are, are their driving force and their biggest influencers, and nurses can usually influence the physician in, in a very positive way, and I, you know, I think that's the direction it needs to be in, and I think that more nurses – and every day I meet a, a new nurse that you know, learned about the cannabis plant and feels the same way I do, yeah. so we're going to push the physicians to get their knowledge and get, get up to date and and i i think it'll you know it'll just evolve you know in the in the coming years so you're saying we need to try to educate more nurses and then it'll it'll be like a trickle up effect to the doctors absolutely. it'll be a domino effect absolutely and it's everyone around them it's mm-hmm. it, it's the physical therapists they deal with it's um you know just the whole medical compu- community including the dietary services and things like that i mean there's a huge component i think that we could be entering into the dietary area that could help a lot of people with weight loss and just, just better body balance and, and things like that. So I think that, I mean, it's just endless possibilities. It's just, 
kind of an, an exciting and crazy time at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. What of all the studies that you looked at, can you think of like maybe one or two in particular that that blew your mind more than the rest of them? Oh, I mean, I I can't. I have to tell you that just about every one of them that I read <laughs> blows my mind. I mean, what really settles in for me is the ones that are on pain relief and mm-hmm. pain management. And my grandmother um, had MS my whole life. Yeah. Um, I don't remember her not being, you know, in a wheelchair. She was actually paralyzed from the neck down and didn't have this kind of medicine to help her through MS. So I look at it every time I see one of those MS studies that, you know, this could have really helped my grandmother. And now I have a best friend that was diagnosed not too long ago with MS and seeing how cannabis really helps her. And really, she uses a lot of topical, especially when she has a flare-up. It really mm-hmm. helps. It, it helps quickly. She definitely has, when her flare-ups are really bad, have to consume, you know, other ways. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, just a topical, just to get her, you know, so she can run to the store or, or what have you, is just an amazing option for her. So well, let's transition and talk a little bit about clean coconut. When did you start researching these products for, I'm assuming you probably just started researching for personal use and then it grew into something more. Yeah, it, it did. I mean, I started researching about, I think it was about 2015, um, just started looking into what my natural op- options were, just started using, you know, coconut oil on, you know, my eczema flare ups thrown it on the KP just, just to see if anything happened. Um, and, and then as I started, you know, getting through, you know, those ingredients and what have you, I stumbled on the essential oils. I started mixing the essential oils in. Um, and then as a nurse, of course, I start dealing with the essential oil and I'm like, okay, this is almost like a medicine. I really didn't know, you know, what these things do and what the side effects are and the next thing i find myself enrolled in a you know essential uh, uh aromatherapy course and becoming a certified aromatherapist you know with in that 2015 time yeah. frame um once i became certified um i felt like i really had a good handle on natural ingredients for for topical mm-hmm. purposes um and i started mixing up and then, of course, I ran into CBD, and I'm like, oh, God, now here's another one. <laughs> well, well, what I stumbled upon was the the marriage between coconut oil and CBD mm-hmm. oil. And, you know, again, it was one of those kind of light bulb moments where I see, why wouldn't you put coconut oil with CBD? And why, when I say that, I mean, when you put CBD into coconut oil, um, the absorption factor is increased significantly because coconut oil is a saturated fat and it's 80 to 80 to 90% saturated fat. So it allows for better absorption into the skin and tissue. So whether you're ingesting it or putting it on top of your body, it'll very fast. So I'm thinking, well, I mean, why wouldn't I just put this in my, you know, my little, base ingredient, my, my base mixture. And here we are. <laughs> I mean, so, so then around, I think I launched the, the, the full line and without CBD in it in 2016, it's the market research just to make sure the, the mixture of coconut oil 
and the scents that I, I selected with the essential oils um, were intriguing to people. I got a very positive review back. I did a number of, they were called flea markets, but they were more like maker's market type thing. Um, so we got a lot of great feedback. And then when I, I really felt comfortable that there were no negative side effects with CBD as a topical, I, start, I launched that in April of 2017 and haven't looked back since. So we've had CBD in all of our products since um, 2017 and it was really the best decision and, it, and it's been very welcoming from the community and here we are. Um, I've got an amazing line of skincare products and I have a great um, pain product that I get daily direct messages from my social media and um, from our website of, of how much it's helping people and I'm just amazed and I just feel amazing when I get people's feedback that I've actually helped them. So I flipped my nursing into another way to help people in, you know, where I'm not in direct contact with patient yeah. care, but I'm finding another way to help patients um, find an affordable, accessible option for um, skin conditions and pain. What has been your experience, you know, were you still having flare-ups when you, before you introduced the CBD oil into your products? I, I was, Yeah. And what I noticed when I put the CBD in the product is the the healing time was significantly cut. Um, and, and, you know, something that was taken a couple of weeks was taken a few days. Oh, wow. I mean, it was significantly noticeable difference. I was definitely having better results with no CBD, mm-hmm. better than the prescriptions. But then I, um, I put the CBD in and it was a complete boost to the product itself. So you were having better results with the pro- with your product than you were with your prescriptions that you'd taken oh, for decades. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, a hundredfold. I mean, it, it doesn't even compare. It, it just, it's just amazing. That's incredible. That's incredible to go from not having a very high opinion of the plant to now you've got it in, in your product line. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, anybody that, that knows me from my younger years would never expect me to be in the cannabis industry at all. I mean, they, I mean, this is just uh, probably anybody that hasn't seen me for a while mm-hmm. is completely scratching their head saying, what the heck is going on? What's been your impression of the industry overall coming from a medical background it's it's a very welcoming industry. Um, I definitely, I'm more associated with a lot more women's groups and, and things like that. And the women are there to to lift you up and support you. And um, how can they help you? And um, I mean, I, I've just it's just been a very positive experience to me. And there are so many people out there that have supported supported me and gotten me to where I am today. I, I just I couldn't have done it without the cannabis community, to be honest with you. I'm excited to share your product. I actually bought some of it and got the the pain relief product for my mother in law. She's got some arthritis that she struggles with, so I got some of that for her. So I'm I'm excited to see how that how that helps her. And I don't know what the age of your uh, mother-in-law is or if she's ever used any kind of CBD topical. I do find that 
some people are still afraid to put it on, you know, cannabis, can it get me high? Right. Um, you know, it won't get her high. No, she's not really one that's scared of that. And, and the formula that we've created, um, there isn't a limit on how many times you can put it on. Like an Icy Hot where um, there is a limit, it's like two or three times a day. Um, so, um, you know, put it on liberally. It's it's in a two ounce bottle for the purpose of being able to fit into a purse or a pocket. Yeah. So I've tried to I've tried to think of all the convenient ways to bottle and package our products so that they're accessible and usable uh, for when you need them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're gonna check to see how it works for her, but I'm excited to to get a report back from her as far as how things go with that. Well, I can't wait to hear what her feeling is on it. I know you've kind of had the skincare part covered. Do you have any other recommendations as far as other intake methods of CB, like brands that you trust that you you know, recommend to, to people that come to you? No, there's, there's a few out there and I think they're great starter products. Um, there's, um, Vera wellness. They do some sublingual sprays, makes it easy, accessible. It's, you know, for anyone entering into cannabis, I think that the first thought for them, if it's, if it's, um, someone who's never used before, like me, mm-hmm. um, you know, a sublingual is very convenient. Um, Stillwater is another one. They have some powders and some teas, and now they have some gummies, which is a great option. Incredibles is another one, and geez, there's there's a new one out there. Some S U M. They have a great pill form sublingual that um, is convenient to use for for beginners, um, and I think they're all great quality products. I think that's the half the battle is um, trying to find the quality product out there. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's a whole nother beast of testing and, you know, things like that. And I, I guess I didn't mention that we do, we do a lot of testing ourselves from our CBD. We get something called the certificate of origin, which is a test report from the people we get our CBD from. I don't just trust those COA reports. I also, as soon as I get the CBD in our hands, we send it off to a lab, have it tested to be sure for potency, pesticides, um, heavy metals, things like that. And we post that on our website, as well as once we add it into our product, we then test again for potency because we want to make sure that people are getting a safe product. Yeah. That, that goes for our coconut oil we get certificate of origins for those we do that as well for essential oils it's very important that you get clean essential oils because those can really taint a product as well if those aren't tested very well um so it it, it's a it's a um tough thing to navigate the whole testing um so finding people like like who you mentioned earlier elementa a a women's group that helps you kind of navigate the the product industry and they do their own um, vetting out of, of um, vendors and things like that to make sure that you're, you know, they're recommending, recommending good quality, solid products. Yeah. And I think you have to find those companies out there that are doing some of the vetting for you. Mm-hmm. It is really hard to know when somebody's falsifying a, a lab report or, um, or not posting lab reports at all. Like, what do you do? Yeah. That's, that's one of the things that's, that's so difficult because, People are just used to the federal government telling them, yeah, take this, don't take that. So it's it's kind of the wild, wild west when it comes to CBD and, you know, hemp and cannabis-derived products. you got to take a lot of personal responsibility. 
It is, and I don't think consumers are used to that because when you go to the doctors, they just they they sometimes give you a choice of medicines. Other other times, they just write the prescription, and you have to trust that this is the proper thing for you. Um, and then the only time you go back and change it out is if you had poor side effects. Mm-hmm. Um, so this kind of um, self advocacy is a is a hard thing, I think. So you do have to seek out individuals like myself and. Elementa and other medical professionals that kind of understand the industry and understand the plant itself to help you navigate. Because even the dispensaries, I mean, as much as some of those bud tenders do a very good job, they're not medical professionals. A lot of them are telling you by their experience, as well as, you know, they're glorified salespeople. They were taught by the vendors about the product and all the great things the product does. And that's all they can spew out to you from behind the counter. So it's just, it's just hard to find trusting products. It's, it's, it's nicer to find people that can help you navigate that, that scene of, of trusted product versus non-trusted products. Right. Yeah. Cause it, it is a struggle to, to find good information and information you can trust. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Thanks so much for your time today, Wendy. Of, of course, your uh, your website is uh, www.cleancoconut.com. Yes. And then um, all my social channels are uh, Clean Coconut Skincare is the handle on Facebook and Instagram. And I believe our Pinterest account is the same as well. Okay. Well, we'll put those links in the show notes page if folks want to go out and check out Clean Coconut. Maybe we'll touch base some other time and talk about a specific subject. I always like having people that have a medical background because I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, any time. And if there's any specific topic you want to go over, you know, hit me up and I'm happy to talk about it. Well, that sounds great. Thank you. Thank you again for your time. And uh, y'all check out the show notes page. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, Wendy. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. That's a wrap, folks. Another episode of the Cannabis Heals Me podcast is officially in the books. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, and why wouldn't you choose to accept it? In the next week, I want you to go out and check out our social media. Hit subscribe on your podcasting app, and go out and subscribe to our email newsletter. If you subscribe to the newsletter, I'll make sure that you get a 20% off discount code for Clean Coconut. So go out and subscribe today. Thanks again. See you next week. Hit the subscribe button and you'll never miss an episode of the Cannabis Heals Me podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please consider leaving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or whatever podcast app you're using. Do you have a suggestion for a guest on Cannabis Heals Me? Send an email to podcast at CannabisHealsMe.com. We'd love to hear from you. Please do not take any information from Cannabis Heals Me or its guests as medical advice. Contact your licensed physician before taking cannabis or using it for medical treatments. 